0: What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode one of the Overview, a weekly podcast and talk show all about the awesome video game Overwatch. I'm Chan Man V and I'm gonna be joined each and every week by my co host here, Stir and Germa. What's up, fellas?
1: Hi. <laughs> what's I'm going Stir up? and Germa. Hi, I'm Stir and Jerma. We're two guys. Yeah, welcome to the podcast hope you it. It's gonna be good oh my god we're gonna be doing this each and every week <laughs> holy
0: shit man no hi hi
1: welcome how, how you doing uh yeah. this is something we've been talking about for a while now yeah and uh it's it's cool to do it it's cool to get to talk about a game we're all excited for a game we all want to play a lot and i'm happy to be here thanks for the invite thanks for even putting this whole thing
0: together and Absolutely. i expect great things <laughs> well i I expect great things too, so uh but no, we're really excited, like he was saying we've been playing this for for weeks now, and uh for me personally, I've been actually planning this for or at least taking a look at this for a long time but i I figured we'd just introduce ourselves for those that are just watching and may not know each one of us um I'll start off I, i'm I'm V of course, I produce and host shows in in other games and spaces too, particularly uh in the past starcraft two, and I currently have a weekly podcast talk show called value town in hearthstone as well as an esports gaming century uh, podcast talk show called unfiltered that i do each and every week so uh the overview is going to be joining that that kind of uh, lineup that i have each each week so i'm really really excited but i've been looking at overwatch for the last year and a half honestly and uh really feeling that it was going to be a game that i, I was going i was going to enjoy once i finally got a chance to play it and uh sure enough at the moment I started playing it, I knew I was going to be super passionate about this game. And it's just the beginning. And that this is like the best part, I think, of when, when you start yeah. getting into a game is the the very beginning. So you have to be passionate about a game to make the content. And that's kind of where I am right now. So really, really happy.
1: New things are always
0: great. Yeah, absolutely. Because All right. Who wants to go game. next? Who a wants... lot to talk about. <laughs> who are you? Who wants to go next? Stir, you go next, man. Oh, who are you? Was... yeah. Who, the big I,
2: princess, I who are stirred. you? of youtube.com slash stir and and more recently twitch.tv slash stir i've been making tf2 videos for like five years <laughs> um and and other assorted stuff um i've been waiting for overwatch like chairman for like a year so it's really awesome to finally get to play it get into the community like as it's just starting to form obviously not everyone's even gotten to play yet so it's it's a small community but i'm really glad to be in here from the start and uh try and make something worth everyone's time while we're here. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to see where the com- uh, competitive community goes, getting involved as much as I can, and just be a guy who plays Overwatch. That's me.
0: All right, that sounds good, man.
1: I can pretty much parrot that. Uh, all you really know about me, uh, same thing, TF2 was a huge game of mine. I loved playing that game so much. Oh, my god, I'm getting nervous just talking about <laughs> my old, the old days. No, uh, I was a huge fan of TF2. Obviously, Overwatch is like the follow-up for a lot of people. Because we know Valve doesn't really count to three. So <laughs> the the game that like a lot of us are looking forward to is this. And it's been like that for a couple of years now. And I'd love to talk about it. I want to know where it's going. I've been making videos
0: on TF2 for years. Not so
1: much anymore, but um, that's where I stand now. So I'm excited.
0: Yeah, and this show again, guys, is going to be weekly. And we're going to have guests on each and every week, or we're going to try to have one each and every week. And um, we're going to be discussing all kinds of different topics. We'll have segments that are going to deal with esports events, community, and then we'll go into some strategies and characters, particularly in the early episodes. I I kind of want this to be somewhat of a guide for at least beginners and intermediate folks. You know, just to talk about the characters and, and maps and what kind of you know great things you can do on each map, or just from a strategic standpoint, what are what are some good places and that sort of thing. Uh, so we'll be doing that, and then at the very end, we'll do viewer Q&A each and every week, and you can send in your questions via Twitter today. You can send them to me, at ChanManV, or you can post them in the... We actually have a Reddit thread up today. It's been like a long time since I've had a Reddit thread, folks. I don't want to go into as to why, but, you know, some of you guys know why. <laughs> but Stir actually has a Reddit thread up right now, so that we can uh, we can post some questions in there if you'd like. So let me link that here, uh, but yeah. So go ahead and do that, and we'll we'll try to get to some questions as, you know at the very end of the show. But I do want to welcome our first guest to uh, the overview, and he's a longtime friend of mine. He's currently the director of content marketing at Twitch, but for those of you who didn't know him before Twitch, he was actually a um, an FPS guy like for a long time. We're we're talking since Quake. And then since quake he's been an ambassador for fps uh, and most notably he's been casting cast, casting dirty bomb until like recently with uh, uh overwatch too now now that he's casted a, a couple events but i want to welcome to the show miss uh fish sticks welcome to the show. Hello, welcome hello. buddy
2: hey, welcome hey hi thanks. hey welcome to the show <laughs> it's a pleasure Didn't to be see here. you there,
0: guys so uh overwatch man what's overwatch mean to you buddy
3: oh it means so so much uh, it's, it's really the amalgamation of a ton of different games and t- a ton of different communities coming together, mm-hmm. uh, which is really why I'm so excited about the game uh, at its core. Uh, there's something special about any new first-person shooter, those, couple, those first couple of weeks, those first couple of months, but uh, there's something different about this one. It's so polished and, and brings together so many elements from different games that I, I couldn't, couldn't be more excited to be part of the community.
0: Well, definitely happy to have you, and I think you know as a first guest, I think you're perfect for this because uh, again, you know things are just starting to establish, especially from the esports standpoint. And I know from talking to you a ton in the past that we've been dying for you know just more, more kind of more FPS esports communities, and you know not just CS:GO, but you know we it'd be nice to have Quake, you know just the dueling community, but it also would be nice to have more of a you know role playing f- f- uh, shooter like you know TF Two and and now Overwatch.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, FPS was one of the foundations of modern esports, uh, but for a very long time it was it was just StarCraft, League of Legends, Dota two, fighting games. Finally, Counter Strike has become huge and a dominant force in esports again. But uh, us us folks that come from arena shooters like Quake, Tribes, Team Fortress, you know, this is really the game that caters to that audience.
0: Yeah. Well, why don't we get into some great uh well, why don't we get into some some of the uh interesting things that have been going on the last uh the last few days actually, so the weekend beta went uh was this weekend lots of new players got a chance to finally get their hands on overwatch and there are a lot of feedback and even events this weekend too so why don't we start off with um <laughs> Why don't we start with the events, and then we can get to the craziness, which was was, was just everybody's feedback this weekend. So uh, the first official Overwatch event was Sombrero's uh, Invitational, eight-team Invitational that he did earlier this past week, uh, or last week. It was earlier last week, and um, you know it was just kind of something that he put together. Uh, Sombrero, for those you don't know, he's he's uh, he actually works for Razor, so he he's uh, he's been somebody a lot of us in the esports have known for a while. And kind of threw this together. I mean, the production was pretty cool. You know, we we got a chance to have casters, so we had Fishsticks and and Ashjoshi casting the the uh, the 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 matches, and then we had some of the the best NA teams. I think we have you know like currently uh, playing against each other. Uh, what do you think of that event, or any of you guys that, that watched it? What do you guys think of it?
2: Uh, I caught a little bit of it. It was definitely. I mean, it's the first ever event ever held for anything Overwatch related at all, mm-hmm. One by. I think it was just Sombrero running the whole thing. Yeah, so it was. It was a little bit on the sloppy side. <laughs> I, I hate to say, but like it, it, needed to happen. We need these events to happen so that the next one isn't like a disaster. There was no stopwatch <laughs> for it, which was the big thing that everyone was talking about. That yeah. even though stopwatch isn't in the game yet, you need that to determine who winners could be. Because I was going on about it to you that I didn't understand the rule set to the point where I was saying if both teams are good. Attacking usually wins in experienced teams. Couldn't there have been mm-hmm. an infinite grand finals where no one ever won ever? Because there's right. no way to gauge it besides. Well,
1: I the good thing, though, about all that is if you, the more, you wouldn't have known that if this didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't have no. known any of this stuff. Oh, was oh I knew that. <laughs> well, <laughs> did, but Did you really, though? You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I as a general audience, say... we, uh, people that were watching that tournament could determine Okay, now we can feel why this is bad, why it wasn't, why it wasn't good, why it was good. There's good and bad. the more tournaments that happen the better because then as an outside audience looking in we can determine what the good parts and the bad parts are, what needs to stay and what needs to go. And not everyone even knows what stopwatch is. Exactly. Yeah. I don't I don't even know what that is. What is yeah, it? It's a pretty What the <laughs> hell does that mean?
3: Unknown game type, honestly. It originated in Wolfenstein enemy territory back in the day, I believe that's wow. the first okay. implementation of it. And it's really the only way you can play a map where one team attacks, other team defends, and have that actually make sense in a competitive level. You know, as Star mentioned, this first tournament didn't have that, and luckily, you know, the matches—luckily, you know—well, I shouldn't say luckily. The matches were kind of one-sided anyway, so it probably wouldn't have changed too much. But in in a Mm -hmm. case where it's like evenly matched teams, like the current rule set is basically a farce, so Mm -hmm. stopwatch is more or less needed. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, he says. Yeah. <laughs> to Jermit's point, I think you know, there, there definitely is, you know, one of the, these things where we just learn from each, each event. I think it's progressively gotten better. We've had three events now, you know, Tombrero's being the first. And then actually Fishsticks hosted his, which was a, the first Stopwatch event. Yeah. Um, how and, much
2: of hosting your event, Fishsticks, was you wanted to see how Stopwatch would work? That, like A in- lot. I mean, I'm just hungry for any competitive Overwatch right now.
3: So no one was hosting a tournament. I, I stepped in and did it. That's really the, that's like, awesome. the only
1: reason I did it. Yeah. But that's good uh, though. That, like, that should so happen need... a lot more often. Yeah. Everything doesn't need to be so official. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is the first official. If the more third party, end quote, uh, tournaments yeah. that happen, I think is better for the community.
3: Oh, or absolutely. And Blizzard is completely supportive so far. Like, they want yeah. third party people to be empowered to do this. Like They're not going to jump in yet. I mean, obviously, they know that we don't have the proper tools. Yeah. We're basically fudging stopwatch mode right now. Yeah, um, like there's some <laughs> and... really awkward stuff with uh, with overtimes, for instance. It yeah. just doesn't really make sense with uh, within the scope of uh, stopwatch normally. Um, I, I actually do see some people in chat asking what is stopwatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definition. Definitely. So maybe we should just take a second to do that. Do you, yeah. Oh, okay. So basically, you have a map. It's got a set number of objectives, usually in in Overwatch, it's either just escort the payload, capture one objective, then escort the payload, so on. It's basically a progression. So one team attacks, one team defends. The only way to actually make this, to to judge how two teams do on this map on a fair level, is to let both teams attack, have their turn attacking, and both teams Mm -hmm. defend. So first, uh, team A will attack, team B will defend, and then they'll go through the map at a certain rate, they'll usually try to complete it, Uh, And then at the end, they'll set a time. Usually. usually They don't always. (laughs) I mean, it depends on the game. I've played a lot of defensive-oriented games where you don't see a lot of... I mean, they'll usually try. Sometimes they don't don't try. (laughs) They always try. But once the the, Team A has finished attacking, they swap sides. So then Team B is attacking, Team A is defending. And then Team B will try to either beat that time, complete the map faster than Team A did, or make it further than they did if they didn't end up completing it. So that's, that's Mm -hmm. that's stopwatch in a nutshell.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Got it? Got I think it. They got, got it. it.
0: Definitely a good definition of it. Uh, no, okay. I,
1: just, I guess we're talking about it. and We can bring it up. Mm-hmm. With Stopwatch, right? Do you see any other like modes? Uh, is that like the standard right now? Is that going to be the standard? Or is Blizzard, do you think, going to add um, any potential more game modes that will be better for a competitor? Well, t-
2: t- two points. One which we're going to, I think, talk about in a moment is that Jeff did say they are looking to adding Stopwatch to the game officially so that it will Mm, be officially supported. And the only other way Stopwatch isn't going to be the kind of competitive standard is if they do add, like, a King of the Hill. Because then it's just, like, best two out of three. How many, like, teams won the King of the Hill? Um, But they Mm. haven't still officially said that's going to be a game mode or what a new game mode would be, other than we're thinking about one
3: well, how, how does it
2: work in competitive <laughs> TF2? I mean, you have payload maps in competitive TF2. How is that scored? Uh, it's scored by Stopwatch. There you go. That's exactly what it is. It's built into the uh, the competitive multiplayer mode that you can still on the server, and it's just whoever attacked better wins. Yep. fast makes way. sense. So I want <laughs> to interject of really
3: quickly, because Jeff Kaplan, I believe you're, you're talking about this thread on Battle.net, uh, which I've posted in chat. Yep. Jeff Kaplan says yes, it is on our radar. So well, it's kind
2: of vague. It really everything,
3: everything, everything is everything. vague. What do I you mean? Like everything <laughs> they
1: say is like that, though. Yeah. I mean, it, all the things that they've talked about have been like, it's on, quote, our radar. And we've heard about, yeah. like, the, the Torbjorn and Bastion changes they were talking about that's, like, on the radar, kind of. But it's like, there's no determination if things are actually going to get put in the game in a timely fashion, I guess you could say. But let's just hope it's, it is put in. In a timely fashion, because well, this well, type of stuff needs 6, to be in the game. What was your issue with overtimes?
2: Because at a certain point, well, you can just look and say, Yeah, they were at overtime, but you can just look at the time and say it was still slower. What was the actual issue? So, my,
3: the issue with overtime is that if team A attacks and then has a minute and 30 seconds of overtime, which we actually saw in the first map of the grand finals of my tournament, hubris ended up completing the map in about a minute and 45 seconds of overtime. Uh, and that meant that they set a time of eleven minutes and forty-five seconds. Uh, so th- the problem, I guess, is that if not Enigma had had made it close to the end of the map, but had somehow not activated overtime, they wouldn't have eleven minutes and forty-five seconds. Well, is- isn't
2: they... that a non-issue? Because then, if they complete it, they complete it faster than them, which is the end determining. That's all that matters. That's true,
3: but if they if they <laughs> make it close to the end and it's like oh they almost could have done it. Well Maybe they, they could really... well they
2: didn't do it. it well, yeah. looking back well, again you <laughs> asked how it works I mean, in TF two. Yeah, if you complete thing. it, that's all that matters. If the other person doesn't complete it, then it's based on a check mark. Like could you do that checkpoint? And they couldn't, so they would just Yeah.
3: Yeah, and that's okay. Uh, it's just not what I'm used to coming from Dirty Bomb, Quake Wars, mm-hmm. Enemy Territory. because uh, there were I no over, it worked overtime that way in, mechanics.
2: In Dirty Bomb as well.
3: No, actually they did end up adding overtime like in a recent patch, but I don't know. It's not a big issue. I love overtime. It it brings up (laughs) questions. Me
1: too. I love overtime too. Overtime's like one of the best parts of the whole game. Yeah, it 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 is the most. I I've got some issues. Really? Really? I I I disagree. I think it sets
0: up very exciting moments in the game. It does. I think so.
2: But I think the better people get at exploiting overtime, there may end up need to be a way to like the longer you're there is there have been like six minute overtimes and i feel the longer you're in overtime it should just stop resetting to the maximum amount of time left to capture because i feel like with may overtimes? and all the tanks and how may can just freeze herself and never die and then lock herself in a corner and you could have multiple mays doing uh, that over the course of 10 minutes there needs to be some sort of like exponential less overtime you know what i mean
1: maybe, maybe. but i mean how, how often is that going to happen
0: like how often? When is, it, it does happen, overtime.
2: I, I don't know. The, I think but, the better teams get, the more you're going to see it.
0: To his point, if it just happens once, it's pretty yeah. terrible.
2: <laughs> I mean,
3: I, I have to agree. You know, I, I'm not used to playing games with overtime mechanics, but I do agree with Jerma. I think it makes for some of the most exciting moments in my tournament. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was overtimes. It was Hubris pushing into overtime on mm-hmm. the second to last checkpoint, and then also in the final checkpoint, uh, which was I'm not saying as a whole so epic.
2: Yeah, I'm yeah. saying as like if you're 3 minutes into overtime the overtime should become more difficult to reset cuz 3 minutes in is like okay we
0: get the, the enraged timer on or yeah. On overtime yeah you have the enraged timer yeah i see yeah, yeah there should just be a, a set a set amount of overtime yeah. right yeah, I, that, that that could be like i could see that yeah i, I think that's fair
1: but i no, do I overtime think even in again,
2: general. yeah i think that brings up the hype again that oh they're getting close to the 3 minute like it's going to start being more difficult they need to do it now other than how much longer can they honestly keep jumping Winston on this table <laughs> yeah
0: exactly right
3: mm-hmm. oh another mercy revive oh shit yeah. <laughs> we're going into yeah. another yeah. overtime
0: <laughs> all right so Bring well up the mercies. we we had another event this past weekend so so this is the first european one it's all these first right and so the first european one and it was done by ESL so there was actually a production team behind this one and the the sort biggest of. well sorry they were in a studio they were in a studio but <laughs> my bedroom well
3: that's another they, first they, <laughs> they, they <laughs> might have yeah, had one other person
0: running production too maybe but um but the one big difference i feel like um with their cast was the casters right they had they had uh, um who would they have chief they had Mitchy right and yeah. Jason, uh, Jason Jason, from... Uh...
2: No, no relation to Jeff
0: Kaplan. Yeah, Jason, no relation to Jeff Kaplan. I was so actually going to ask Kaplan. you that. I was like, is that like his <laughs> son or something? Like, who is know. that? Yeah. Hey, brother, can you host this tournament? I'm so busy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but both of these guys, they've had lots of experience casting in other games. Like Jason with League of Legends, Mitchy with uh, World Tanks. And um, seeing the profession, like these... These guys who are professional casters and you know, have been paid in the past, you know, basically doing Overwatch was pretty eye-opening. I mean, I, f- I felt what like what are you trying to say, Chris? I'm trying, trying to be trying to nice, say? Ben, Okay, I'm just trying <laughs> to be nice. Be, all right, no, but uh, no, they're casting. I think Mitchie's like play-by-play was crazy good uh, when yeah. I watched it. And no, those guys did a great job. Yeah, actually. yeah. So seeing seeing that on Overwatch, even though the spectating mode still, you know, is is very very lacking, was was pretty interesting. Uh, one thing they did use was the third, the third-party or the global kind of camera. I think a lot more than they used the the first-person point of view camera. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Like, which one do you prefer personally?
3: Uh, so I had the pleasure of running the camera. <laughs> oh
0: gosh.
3: A couple days ago, yeah. it's really funny because uh, you run into the same problem in pretty much mm-hmm. every FPS that's not Counter-Strike. In Counter-Strike, they only do first-person cameras. It's just, just yeah. how how it is uh but i did this in dirty bomb and we did this in several other games in the past i personally prefer a mix um mm-hmm. it's funny though uh every time that you're in third person for more than like a minute somebody in chat says go first person and then every time you're in first person for a minute <laughs> right. somebody says go third person uh so i think in an ideal scenario you have a healthy mix of both I and mean, there's just some cases where third person makes it so much easier to follow the action a crazy team fight uh at the very end of uh of King's Row, for instance, you know, using third person helped you see what's going on in a lot of ways. But really in the future, I hope that we see five cameramen in a game and a single producer picking from all those those shots at once.
1: I mean, it's such a flashy game that you want to see from like an aerial view. You want to see third person views. Like Counter-Strike is very much just a highly skilled point and click game you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. team comps highly skilled you want to see that first person mode at all times because you want to see how good the player is you want to see them landing those headshots it's 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 a lot different than watching Zenayata turn into a giant ball (laughs) yeah yeah Fly into the team you know you want to see a good good aerial shot of that you know it's a little bit more
2: i I was actually i would say yeah, I was comparing it to Smite to Chanmin we talked about it the other day, yeah. where Smite is everyone understands the third person perspective and I think having that relatable like FPS experience for Overwatch is good but still when a team fight happens and it's way too hard to understand that game, it zooms out. So like, ideally, again I know from like a casting perspective even in TF2, the few matches I've cast it where it's as just like casting, it's way easier to look at everything from a oh, yeah, view. And you, you get to see yeah. everything but I think for individual people like you can explain everything that's happening that they can't see, that helps. But uh, when, yeah. when it gets into the inevitable shit fest, yeah, yeah, uh, and there's there's ultimates everywhere. There should be a second there, man that can be. This
0: game away. has a
1: lot of them too. Like a lot yeah. of people I, from a spectator point of view the amount of shit-fests that happen in Overwatch all <laughs> we, need yeah. Yeah, we need a better word for that. we need a better word for that of the of Okay, the shit-fest is going on now, guys. Yeah. The, the
2: epic moments. I love yeah. those the epic, epic moments,
1: moments on, on screen. No, but I mean, it, it's, it can be hard to follow, especially if you're like a general audience member or you don't really watch that much Overwatch or you don't really play it that often and you're just kind of spectating. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have no idea what could possibly be happening. But if you're out further, it's a little easier to yeah. tell what people are doing rather than a giant yeah. screen of colors in your face. From like It, one it really
2: comes to... down to dedicated cameramen and when to switch to them. Because even if you were in first person, again, you could just switch to the Widowmaker during that fight and still get a full perspective of the fight, Right. but still be in first person seeing, like, oh, yeah. there's the skill to counter-strike kind of argument. Yeah, and that's, that that's, that's gonna...
0: really accurate. That's going to take a lot of experience, and it's going to take yeah. cameramen that really know the game. When to switch to Farrah for that kind of overhead view, too. Yeah. I mean, that's that—that's like a cameraman right himself,
2: right? Yeah. No one um, understands the flow of Overwatch yet. Like, who to yeah. look for, in in when they're casting, and it's hard to get a good view of everything. It's, we just need more experience doing it, and more people working on more professional. Oh God, training. I can't wait for that
3: moment when a tricaster is brought in. We have a real <laughs> it's soon, man. Professional production. Yeah. Because uh, you could you could imagine things like maybe you're in first person but you have picture-in-picture picture of an overview or or maybe there's a, a crazy moment where maybe blizzard ends up building something into the into the game where you can tell when an eight, when a ultimate is dropped maybe you have multiple cameramen following multiple people you know as they drop their ultimates you can i could even see like a, a four a partition four screen or four perspectives at once like that type of stuff okay. is possible it and it might actually be that's too much i think that's, so too that. I think I that's way too much <laughs> who knows i don't know i'm just yeah here, i know okay? there's i mean there I, is I a lot to, to try and that's I the point there's,
1: there's a lot of different yeah. like, there's been a formula for a long time right there's been like the first person third person first person third person maybe area but but stuff like i mean smite did it for you brought up smite smite did a thing for a while they kind of overdid it a lot but remember during the team fights they would slow it down
2: i was going to bring that up as well that's another thing that they I mean, the production? slow
1: motion oh they had a okay. their replay system they had it. they could slow in real time they could slow down the game in slow motion like if you had a thor coming down with an ultimate you could slow mo it so you could see exactly what was happening the casters could tell you exactly what was happening and it was awesome but they they got to a point where they did it so much that people yeah. started to get annoyed with it so <laughs> yeah but it's stuff like that bad, is awesome. Though. Like
0: it is like really Max cool. Payne style, like all this. <laughs> it really was, and and it made the
1: Ultimates, it made the team fights that much more like epic because you could actually feel. Okay, I can see, I can I can look around and see where everybody is on this map. And it usually, what a team fight in a typical uh, mobile or even an FPS like a game like Overwatch is what like probably like eight seconds long, maybe like five yeah. to ten seconds long total. Mm-hmm. And the amount of information, the amount of stuff that's happening at the same time is extremely overwhelming sometimes. So if you Uh, had like a slow-mo feature, it would be kind of cool to use.
2: Again, there was another system that's brought up that TF2 uses where there is a delayed kind of kill feed for the casters. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. Where you can see beforehand, like, if four people instantly die to one person, or you you can see, like, oh, someone got four headshots in a row. I'm going to spectate them, so you know ahead of time who to look Oh, that's for. smart, actually. And that's I think, really that's good. Cool. To, to the same thing Jeremy's saying, if you see, like, there was a Zarya ult, and the whole team got wiped, you might want to slow it down and see how it <laughs> You might want it. to <laughs> switch <laughs> to <laughs> that cam. Or you could grab the perspective. Yeah. Like, there's a lot that can be done here, and... The casting for Overwatch and the, the spectator mode is in its infancy because isn't there even some like huge bug right now? Oh, there's a couple uh, of them to spectate uh, awful, awful tel- yeah. terrible bug. But actually, can you explain how this TF2 thing works? Um, there's
3: like a TV server and then I don't
2: know. I've even... never actually used it. I know it uh, exists and I know what okay. it accomplishes, but okay. I wouldn't be so. Person. It's not
0: built in. Is this a, like a third party thing or I mean, what is uh, It this? is definitely a third
2: party okay. uh, plugin. That kind of. I guess yeah, it has was, to buffer right Source TV right. has a delay and maybe I don't yeah. know Yeah
3: I think it's like think the, it's about a 30 so second someone's delay on the game server and then you're then the casters are in Source TV yeah. and then mm-hmm. somehow it gets communicated There has to be something yeah there has to be some, yeah, to be
0: some middle
1: layer yeah. there Wow you don't even know We could just ask Justin mean, and that sounds yeah, amazing Yeah it does it Lang. sounds
0: perfect actually for yeah. um call up Lang get him on speaker Yeah Yeah no I can see that I mean directors for Overwatch productions are going to be very skilled people. I mean, skilled at the game and, uh, you know, somebody who can just even envision just how how uh, just team fights are going to go, you know, based on who has their alts and that sort of thing. It, and mm-hmm. things like that, those kind of feeds, I think, will help out, like, just immensely. So I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about the production of Overwatch. I think the production of Overwatch could be – could could be one of those things that push esports production to another level too
2: well um, there's oh, there's a lot of potential there even since before the beta came out i yeah. was always really saying if they can track what the play of the game was and replay it there's the whole game from everyone's perspective is being recorded somehow yeah but there's gonna be some tools eventually to use that I, I yes. yeah. know, why would it be there if not <laughs> yeah
0: yeah all right well over that's overwatch events and again i've, I've plan to see a bunch more i mean right now like we're, we're having events with no prizes and everybody is yeah. just happy just to see structured events and i think that will go on for a little bit longer so if you guys want to do an event i mean if you want to do events with prizes too that's cool like start it you know just go and do it it's it's uh you know it definitely take a weekend or so but it's not too bad i mean your event Ben, i think was like a few hours right like four hours yeah or yeah it's, that's not even pretty damn bad short
3: i am used yeah. to casting for like five to seven hours so like <laughs> yeah. a, a three and a half four hour cast is like Woo, this is awesome
0: <laughs> Definitely um, but
3: <laughs> but i would never ever recommend to anybody that they produce the stream cast the tournament and admin at once yeah. that that was i've done that terrible i've done that (laughs) i I mean it actually worked out because the teams are really self-sufficient and they just want to play games so they kind of set up their own matches which i'm so thankful for Mm -hmm. (laughs) because uh it went remarkably smoothly everything considered but it was not yeah that's the
0: great thing about the community now too you know the players they want it they want this to go well too so they're willing to help out in any way they they can also um, Do we want to
3: talk about the results of these tournaments at all? Uh,
0: if you want to, just real, real quickly. Yeah, I mean,
3: yeah. I mean uh, it's so early that we can't talk too much about the teams. I mean, to be frank, almost all of these teams are random mixes of players anyway. Yeah. Like, not Enigma has won the two North America te- North American tournaments. I mean i don't know if people realize that that name is like a joke name that they came up with <laughs> last second to sign up for the sombrero tournament surprise it's stuck for this time. <laughs> Yeah, know. it's going to be so sticky forever that's just now what they're called you know liquipedia has an entry for not enigma now like ghost of gamers has an entry for not enigma uh so most of these teams are complete mixes but in north america not enigma have been completely dominant so far uh hubris mm-hmm. gave them a, a run for their money in my tournament this last weekend but it was still pretty one-sided. Yep. But not as one-sided as the European tournament, where Melty shit-stomped <laughs> yeah. the next team. It was not even remotely close. Uh, so that was that was insane to see. Melty is literally looking like they're they, they're on a different level from everyone else in Europe right now.
1: Who would you say? I mean, just I mean, it's very early in this. It's obviously still the beta. But who would you say are the like the top like players right now? in like these mm. tournaments or the people that are competing at all?
3: Ah, uh, that's a great question. I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty biased towards <laughs> hubris guys. Uh, <laughs> I've known them for a really, really long time. And I've mm-hmm. played with them in several different games. Uh, they've got some incredible players on their team. Um, Tailspin is one of the sickest fairies in the game. Uh, cool Matt is an incredible sniper. Uh, but if you switch over to not Enigma, you've got to give it up to, to I am supposed to say Seagull. You got to give it up to Seagull. Yeah. Uh I mean yeah. I've I've watched I've seen some like awe-inspiring gameplay. Like I don't think he actually played that that well in my most Yeah, in your tournament, in
0: your turn, he didn't but, need to. No. Yeah,
3: he didn't really need to, but his Farah, um, I think it was during scrimmages I was watching the week prior against the Blizzard guys. Like his Farah is actually crazy. His drunk rat is actually crazy. Um and then the other person I'd I'd shout out is Kudo Chop. Um, he's, his Hanzo is ridiculous, even though Hanzo (laughs) is kind of like not that good right now. Uh, his,
1: his I I don't know how he, I don't understand. Like, I'll go over Kudo Chop real quick. I don't understand how you could be that good at at tracking those arrows. Like we've played in many games with him. Yeah. And he doesn't miss. He does not miss those arrows. Like you, you'll you sound from,
2: traumatized. Oh my goodness! I
1: <laughs> but Uber the, fan it, air, dude. He's so good. He's so good. And when when you look, you, when you watch somebody that does that, and you're like, oh, he's playing. Oh, he's yeah. I'm getting destroyed by Hanzo. Oh, come on, I, I'm gonna. I, I'll do it too. And you try to play yeah. Hanzo <laughs> the same way Kudo does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You miss like forty percent of your arrows. You're not really playing that well. He does not miss. It's crazy. I, I look forward I, I, to what he does with that character in the future because it's crazy what he does. I just want to give yeah. one last shout-out to
3: Mesrar from Not enigma uh, I think he's definitely the best Reinhardt in the game right now. Yeah. And is Reinhardt good. is honestly one of the best characters in the game. So he's he's like a complete game-changer.
0: I mean, that, that whole team's... I mean, Clockwork's good, too, man. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if it's, it's, it's,
3: it's
2: Clampok or Clampok. Clampok.
0: Clamp. Just it? call him
2: Clamp. Clamp. <laughs> Clamp. He did really well. And he, yeah. I, I think everyone was giving him the play of the game as well for, like, the eighth Deadeye Yeah. Jedi yeah. Tournament. Yeah. Yeah, that was insane too. Yeah, well, look well, at all these good beta players. Wish I could play. I'm not even I in. The beta. Sir, you should be playing. You're a good you,
0: player. You, you, you played you, in the last one, right? I, I would say the
1: star. You are one of the top players. I would say that. You, just oh, Sir I sir's just
0: looking for a team because it, you know, right now, like like Fishix was saying, I mean these teams are like kind of randomly put together. I mean they're they're generally in like from the same game. Like there'll be this Quake team, right? And there'll be a TF2 team, and and that's where the thing but um right now it's just like a lot of people mixing and matching and
2: the other thing too that with the the state of the competitive teams is um not enigma they've known each other for years yeah Yeah, you say you've Mm -hmm. played with um hubris for years there isn't another team like that it's going to be a while before like pub stars was second place in your tournament they didn't know each other i played with some of them in uh this past tournament I didn't know any of them. <laughs> like the, the team composition, the, the working together isn't there for anyone else who hasn't already played together in another game for years. So it's going to oh, be yeah. a while before I think you see yeah. like, anyone else competing with them. Just well, get, them. The game
1: has to open up, right? The game, yeah. the game yeah. has yeah. to yeah, too. There are they're people really... that have their teams they play with that can't even play with their friends or play with other people on their teams yeah. because they're not in the beta. So yeah. once it, it opens, we'll see a lot more of that.
0: And that. That was what was so great about this weekend, right? Is that a lot of us got a chance to finally play with our friends or, or got a chance, to, you know, whether they were actually high, you know, very high skilled players or even just casual players. And myself, I was playing all weekend just because, again, had a group of friends that hadn't gotten a chance to play and, and guys I usually game with anyways, you know, finally getting a chance. So this weekend was personally a lot of fun for me and we'll get into the comedian in just one sec, but how was it for you guys? Like just, uh, did you get a chance to play with other people or you still doing your own thing? I did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's. I wish you know what these beta weekends are great, but
1: I wish almost that they lasted a little longer. I know they can't, but I had a friend that got into the beta and we played for like one day, and it was like, oh, see you later. Like we can't play this game anymore together. Yeah. I'm glad we had fun though, friend.
2: Did <laughs> you actually get to play. I re- I remember up until like last night, you were saying we haven't even played yet.
0: Yeah, we did. I played till oh. like eight a.m. this morning because you know somebody basically only had it until yeah. like. Like eight today, so yeah um, yeah, that was that was definitely really, really fun. But because there are a lot of people playing, you know there was definitely a lot of feedback from the community, which which is good. I think generally speaking, the more people that play it, the more feedback Blizzard gets. It's definitely a good thing. Uh, but what I noticed this weekend was that basically from Friday night to Saturday morning, you know that kind of twenty four hour period or twenty hour peri- period, There was, like, extreme negativity, like, on R slash Overwatch. I mean, like, this game sucks. Like, I finally get a chance to play this, and and I can't believe people were hyped about this. This is, you know, this and this and this, and we'll talk about some of the things. But basically about 10 threads were were just crazy negative things. I
2: can't even imagine the amount that were, like, deleted.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. People were either
2: Um, upset that they weren't in the weekend or they found a reason somehow to complain that they were. Yeah, there was no if, in between,
0: and of course we picked that that day to actually try to post about the overview on on, on Reddit. So we were <laughs> well, like, "Oh though. no, we should probably just wait until like some of this." Funny about the beta yeah. was really yeah. important. But the funny thing is, is that then like Saturday night or Saturday afternoon, Total Biscuit decides to make a video about it and you oh, know post, gotcha. post it on our Overwatch, and it was generally positive. You know, or his his review of it was positive. And then all of a sudden, the negativity just started to dissipate, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, know like, like Reddit. And then things just started to stabilize again. On You've some seen, well, We've seen
3: this so many times on Reddit where it's like crazy negativity. And then somebody ha- makes that one thread that's like, hey, guys, <laughs> I'm having a great time. Know, and then right? everyone who's having a great time immediately latches onto that thread. And then all of a sudden, it's like it's just this teetering. It's called circle jerking. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Negativity and then responded by positivity and then negativity yeah
1: yeah also keep in mind though like a a lot of the criticisms and negativity weren't necessarily unwarranted no no they weren't and a lot of the players that got into the the big open beta may not have been as obsessed with overwatch as we've all been and following it and caring about it what
2: obsessed
1: no 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 it's not like you play like 12 hours a day every (laughs) day this game uh no but really though like you're talking about a group of people that just got access to a game potentially that they heard about oh yeah i've heard about this game i play counter-strike i play you know i play whatever other game you happen to play or tf2 or something i got into the beta don't follow the game very much and you see all these things that you're so used to that you and you're just like where are they like why are these things not here that what is why do people like this game like i don't understand like if you haven't been following this game as intently as we all have you'll have those criticisms
0: and they're not unwarranted they really aren't Yeah, and let's talk about some of those criticisms. And, the big uh, one, yeah, the big right one. Now, so, I mean, there were a few I, of them. It was actually, Again, I feel like yeah. Drema
2: is right that a lot of people probably came in weren't aware of the situation. There mm-hmm. did used to be a kill feed in the game. That mm-hmm. I guess right now they're yeah. So, so, so just to like, <laughs> just kind of
0: throw them out there. Some of the things that people yeah. were were complaining about was the lack of uh, kill feeds, KDR, a scoring system, any kind of just system to represent how you did in the game from the standpoint of just an overview of everybody. Uh, so let's talk about that. That's the big one.
2: Um, again, they, they used to have a scoring system. Warhand mm-hmm. that gave a lot more information. And the week before the beta, they talked about how they were pulling it out and they were testing out this new system that even then they said might not be permanent and they don't know what they're going to do. So much of what Overwatch comes down to, if you like, pay close attention, like we all are, too much attention. The <laughs> devs always seem to have this attitude of like, we don't know what we're doing. We hope it's good. We're gonna try a couple of things. It it's might be great. a while before we decide it's not good.
0: Yeah, I think uh, so yeah. I think you bring on a good point there. Is is that when games are in beta, there are definitely very different forms of beta. There is uh, there's one that's probably closer. So you know, Hearthstone obviously is something I do. I think the Hearthstone beta was more of a very close to complete product. You know, there there weren't things that could change very much. I mean, they did change the ladder a little bit, but for the most part, that was pretty close to being done. Uh, but I think Overwatch beta is very much unfinished. You know what I mean? Like, this next six months, they really want to clean... You know, get things tightened. I mean, add some things that are, you know, even the haven't voting even been created. system. Yeah, yeah even the voting the system. Scoreboard. Yeah, so I think and with
2: Overwatch, never it's never been done before. I'm sure they wanted to test out how people actually interacted with it. And they, I'm sure they have that data, and we'll, we'll see what comes of it. Yeah. But there's plenty of time to to readjust things. And I don't think they understood how big the backlash would be to no, uh, yeah. So the good just, news is they've already done, done, done it. I mean, yeah, the, I
0: don't you think know, that's, yeah, the good right. news is they've already done it. And it's literally probably. Not super easy, but it could be probably toggled in a way. Same with the kill feed. The kill feed's actually done yeah. too. Um, they could just add that back. I think
1: Blizzard's doing a a weird thing recently. Over the last couple of years, I'd say uh, they they they're dancing around toxicity. Oh yeah. They're yeah. they're terrified of toxicity and players. Uh, Being elite being elitist and you know, I'm better than you you're worse than me. I look where I am on the market they don't want that to happen in their games for for I I don't want to say bad reason or good reason but it's almost like they're scared of people not doing well in their games To the point where they want to eliminate certain features from the game that are staples of a certain genre and I -hmm. I can't necessarily agree with it because if you play any first-person shooter ever Really, I'm I'm talking like I'm thinking any multiplayer shooter that has released in the last ten years at least, there's always the stats for you to look at and determine how you're doing, how your team's doing, not really determined by a medal that's on fire. I, I'd rather them do a route that was more, you know, that way than the medals on fire way. And I know that like you said, start that this this is all kind of a that was like a last second thing that they decided to do. But I nice mean, to-
2: for a while too, I, I would even say I really liked the metal's on fire, I liked no kill feed because it made sense to me at first that you can see on the map where your teammates died in the respawn timer, actually, like, on the map. You can see your teammates' indicators through walls. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. I guess you don't need a kill feed. And then I played uh, 10 hours a day for three weeks and I'm like, <laughs> I, can't under- I can't understand why there's no kill feed anymore. Like, you need yeah. it. There's certain moments that even brought up for the tournaments, people yeah. were saying the the big 6k, that clamp guy, yeah. with the Deadeye, mm-hmm. no one even knew that he used Deadeye because there was no- <laughs> Yeah. I thought, like, a pharaoh or someone yeah. did all the damage. Fish, it's
3: just... Yeah.
0: Fish sticks. Yeah. Th- thoughts on it?
3: Uh, I mean, kill feed is a no-brainer in my uh, point of view. Uh, from, from a player's standpoint, you want to know when, you just, when your team just racked up three kills. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that your team should be communicating about this thing, but what about public games? Yeah. What about mm-hmm. the competitive scenario where you might not have time to, to call that out? You want to know that you just got two or three kills in succession, because that means you should push. Or, you know, for the same reasons, if you two or three of you die, you know that you want to hold back and wait for the next spawn wave. Uh, from a caster's perspective, though, this this is, like, nearly essential. Like, it's really, really hard to cast when you don't know who's dying, who, where, when, by what means. I mean, for one, I could, the smaller, like, e- ego things, like attributing those kills specifically to Clamp, knowing where exactly they came from, is yeah. good and important, uh, but... I don't, I don't see all the kills on a map. You know, When I'm watching first person, something happens off screen. I don't know what's happening. So from, from a caster's perspective, kill feed yeah. is completely essential. Um,
2: you have to constantly press tab. And even then, I think how yeah. the, the people are grayed out when you press tab. It's even hard to see at a glance who actually is
1: dead on yeah. like, the enemy team.
2: They're just yeah. slightly, just slightly uh, opaque a
1: little bit. With, with a matchmaking system in the game, right? Like If they're going to do like a full-on MMR matchmaking system do they really have to be afraid of people playing poor are, are you be, you're going to be queued against players of similar skills so so why would they be so afraid of that you know like if, if you have a bunch of bad players let's say like let's say iq i'm not a great player in overwatch right yeah if iq into a matchmaking system we're going to all be essentially what we're supposed to be is uh, is equals right so is it really that big of a deal we're not gonna i'm not going to be in, an, in a queue with like tailspin, that's just not going to happen when the MMR comes out. I'm not going to have the opportunity to be like so far down on the bottom with a good matchmaking system that I'm going to be made fun of or, or, you know, someone talking shit to me because, oh, wow, you're playing so poorly. Also, will me. you even care if they did? <laughs> not really. I mean, like, sure, is, there, is somebody, is somebody going to say in a game, like, yeah, let's say I pop, oh, you, Star, you've already done it. You've already said it. Like, if I pop ult as Lucio, and I, for, yeah. and I and I just don't so, do it, and it was a bad ult. Well, like nice ult, Lucio. Like, fuck you. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it all like, right, okay. That's a good impression, but it's
0: gonna happen. You know what I mean? It's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. You, well, you I mean, so let, let's let's kind of get, I guess, down to more of the root of it. Do you you think it's more of a a toxicity thing, or do you think it's more they want the design of the game to be focused on the objectives? Kind of kind of like Heroes of the Storm, right? That's I it's think probably they, a little of both
3: everyone is assuming right out the gate that this is because of blizzard thinks this blizzard thinks that that might not be the case i mean i think that's a very valid point uh chris chan man is like maybe they just want to de-emphasize it maybe it's it's not about like the toxicity thing it's it's really about emphasizing team play or whatever uh i don't know everyone's just assuming like oh blizzard doesn't uh, want people to feel bad but that may not actually be the reason
2: i i know we've even heard jeff say this and like i think a lot of blizzard echoes this and i even agree that for hearthstone one of the smartest things that they did was take out a team chat or like a a chat to be able to actually talk to the other person the well-played was a really good move by them but i don't think it fits into other games i've heard a lot of criticism from heroes of the storm that they're doing the same thing anyone who's bad and is getting made fun of that's going to continue being like a valued member of the community whatever you want to call them is eventually going to try and get good Mm -hmm. and when they are they're going to want these same things that that we all want you know, I don't feel yes. like they're, they're trying to protect people very hard from that.
1: I, I, there's, there's a big difference, I think, in my opinion, between like toxicity and just general speak in a team, right? Like, obviously, uh, I'm against,
2: you
1: know, extreme toxicity. People just like not stopping typing, you know, writing awful well, things in the chat to people. Like, turn, that's obviously something that I would yeah. like to see avoided. But just general team talk, you can't avoid somebody from well, you, saying. So here's X, the thing.
0: Like, you can turn those things off. Wait, right. The other thing too, That's, that, you know. Wait, oh, <laughs> I know.
2: But it's like the, the system that they put in recently, where you can rate someone positive or negative, works really, really well. I, I think their matchmaking so far, even though it's a limited mm-hmm. pool, it seems to be a, a pretty good system. Occasionally, you get matched against a five-man queue, and you don't even want to play the video game. But <laughs> like rating someone negative, if if that guy gets enough negative ratings, I don't think it's going to be too hard to look at and just see that that guy
1: is like one in a thousand an asshole. Doesn't, doesn't Dota do a low priority queue for toxic players?
2: Yeah, it does as well. So,
1: I mean, there's, there are systems in place that can be done that you don't have to completely design your video game around it. In Like, like you were saying, Fishsticks, that might not be, even be the case, but mm-hmm. it, I know that they have stated that they want to try to avoid toxicity. They have stated that before. So I don't know if that's the number one reason why, but it's definitely at
0: least on the map for them it's it's a noble cause for sure but the problem is is like if if you have to do it at the expense of well, gameplay for you know a, a large population of your players or your potential players then it's not a it's not a smart decision right so they're they're trying to figure out a, a medium between that and they're having to do that in their other games too like heroes too it, it's a again it, i don't blame them for trying to do it it's just a very very challenging thing to get the right balance
2: Again, I don't think it comes down to entirely toxicity. What we started talking about was mm. um coddling players. Is that a word? Yeah, okay. Treating sure. people too nicely, like giving them mm. the giant ten kill streak and when you only did one damage to people anyway, but not giving you a kill feed. Like that's the biggest like difference between like why is there no kill feed and why is there if kills don't matter and you're trying to give supports (laughs) a role and tanks a role. If kills don't matter, why is that that big?
0: Right.
1: well You you want to feel accomplished mid-game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can hold down, tap, and see how you're doing. Even if you don't have the on-fire thing, it's like, that's a good start, I guess. But after the game, when you can see, like, oh, how was I doing in comparison? Oh, I got the gold medal. It would be nice to even
2: that is lacking compared to the old scoreboard where if you, right, that, yeah. you could see how they, many discord orbs how many this how many that well, like if you do a really amazing game as enyada right now you can't see your damage which is pretty disappointing
0: I mean, one of the things they could do also is just what league does they just show all of these stats like there's a bunch of stats you know like how much you healed how much i mean you they could do all of those those how much damage you took how much damage you dealt you know and that at least global type of view of stats would would be sufficient in my mind um, of you know, at least folks getting a representation of how the game went. Because a lot of times, yeah, you're right. I'll finish the game. And I'm just like, oh, I know what these guys did. For, I know four of these stats that they just show here, but I have no idea how everybody else did, and I'm supposed to rate these guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it's, all, it's almost not even – a lot of players, right, when there's a,
1: a system in place that shows, like, how people are doing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's, it's almost like you can't really learn and you're, you're rewarded all the time. Like Star, you were saying like, oh, mm, tw- yeah. f- 15 kill streak. It might not even be true, but you're like rewarded. But When you play bad in a game, even there are players that like to help. You know, there are players, if you see that there's like, let's say a Zenyatta that has like low healing or something, you're like, oh, hey, you know, throw that orb on me, like keep that orb on me. I, I, you know, I'm going to go up to the left. You yeah. communicate with your team and you, you can I, help teach people. I, I, I do talk
2: you when we play together and like criticize your Lucio <laughs> ults, like you are saying. But I think at some level, you, you you can take that from me you know how i am oh and no you, yeah <laughs> you can I, I understand why i said the luciole was bad
1: it's been like, like four years
2: i i yeah. think i can take
1: your uh your criticisms <laughs> yeah. at this point yeah
2: but i don't know it's it kind of is at like a, a certain level stopping people from helping other people because you can't even tell what was wrong
0: yeah like if we that. lost
2: why did we lose i felt like i was doing really well
1: yeah, I had a, a medal on fire. I had My, my name was, was there, and I yeah. got the play of the game. But who, but why did we lose?
2: Yeah. Well, the, the problem awesome. is if you found out why, you'd shit-talk them all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but that's not really... I don't even know how true that is, though.
2: Yeah.
1: But hopefully there's a happy medium in place somewhere soon because it is turning a lot of people off. It is. Yeah. There are a lot of people I, that are coming from other well, games. Think,
0: like Again, I, I, think, uh, I think some of these things are... No, you don't think so?
3: I think it's. I think people are latching onto it. I honestly, I don't care that much about the the score screen at the end. I'll be honest. I do care mm-hmm. about the kill feed, uh, but the score screen at the end doesn't really affect things for me all too much. Well, I mean, but if they, would, I mean, like, if they never put a kill
1: feed in, how would well, you feel?
3: I would feel shitty about that.
1: Right, but I mean that, that's, kind the, that's kind of that's kind of the thing. same, in the, in the, in the, that's in the, he won't go. I won't go to work. Like, I'm gonna call in sick. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, I yeah, think I think I think, I think most of us here probably wouldn't care too much about a, a global score but i think the casual players would you know like guys are just going there and
2: i, I think it's deeper know. than the scoreboard it is a general design consistency that you're seeing with the game across a lot of different stuff that that could be hurting it uh-huh. also how much you, you this is all like assumptions and you don't even know but how much of this is in place because they want it to be also on consoles as like a casual pick up and play feel good kind of fps because yeah. I don't, yeah. we are looking at it, of course, from like a competitive standpoint. We just talked about all the tournaments and like all PC gaming, yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> PC rules.
0: How much of PC what we rules. want is even
2: the market that they're trying to sell the game to? I think well, they're trying to sell it to us. I mean,
3: yeah, me I would
0: hope so. They, yeah. I mean,
3: and everyone else too. They want to sell it to everyone.
2: But that, yeah, that's I why guess, all the characters are like I, I, people. yeah. i'm sure for them it's like a balancing act as well and we're just like we're just watching them trying to figure it out because they don't know yet again i'm of a
1: mindset where you can't please everybody yeah i think that that's true in anything so trying to please everyone is always going to leave everybody with something that they wanted that they didn't get yeah right right. You you can only please as many people as you can as possible while you're taking things away from every from all of us you know the casual people are getting things taken away from so are the competitive people when you when you make a a general audience like mainstream ultra everybody everybody can enjoy it yeah you kind of limit your your true market i think that is when you this is
2: another big topic i I think we had wanted to talk about which is what do you what do we even expect to see in the future that's going to continue to make this mainstream that you Future-wise? had some criticisms, Jerma, that they announced there's going to be these 21 characters. That's all we're oh. focused on right now for okay. the moment. Right. What else are we looking forward to in the next, like, six, seven months before this yeah, game? We'll, will
0: out? there be new content, basically, in yeah. the new, next six months? Which, w- in the past, what they announced at BlizzCon pretty much is what it is, right? So yeah. it's potentially six months of nothing new, yeah.
1: With a game like this, though, I, the, my major criticism with how they announced their their... Marketing, I guess, for the game is what they've effectively done is they've said, okay, here's the, here's the video game Overwatch. See you in seven months, <laughs> and it's like with a game like this, look at all the popular games that are in this genre. Look at all the popular games that are not even in this genre, but of similar similar player sizes, right? Mm-hmm. They need we we need reasons to stay interested, and if you're gonna throw out these three new characters here's the pricing model here's what we're doing and that's it well okay we're launching in the spring what else what else is there to to be excited for you know yeah, what
2: you uh, have to I imagine there's something because they can surely do something in that amount of time and you know whatever else they kept secret they were able to keep overwatch secret secret for for however many years but
1: whatever it is i just hope left left that in the it's, bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah whatever's whatever's inside that bag whatever's in that l- they've already taken <laughs> out the ham sandwich
2: yeah Here, here's a really really rare <laughs> weird criticism they had teased uh the winston origin story animation that they're working on at blizzcon not a lot of people actually even picked up yeah, we talked yeah. about this that much, but it looks really awesome there's an animation going over the origin story of winston and that's a really good place to pick up because he's an important character and that's like good for the continuation of the game the origin story blah blah, blah. but even that i i file under the same category of I read the character bios. I know it's going to be in the animation like to a point, you know what I mean? Like that was already well, revealed. What else what else is new to us, anyone who has been following the
0: Well, Fishsticks, what your uh, what are your thoughts on this? So,
3: I I have been pretty vocal that I don't I don't dislike the single purchase model. Like you a whole game for $40. I don't dislike it, but if you look around and like you said, Jerma, the common trends for basically every other multiplayer game these days is consistent content updates Mm -hmm. over time you know monthly or bi-monthly or every couple of weeks or every couple of months at least everything has consistent content updates and that's become a model that you know us old school gamers oh i i I used to get my game and like maybe the the community would mod some maps and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but it's basically a must-have these days uh at least it seems like it uh, so I don't mind the model as long as there is more content coming. Then the question is, how is that content going to be released? Are they going to, is it going to be an expansion pack once a year that gets, gives you six
2: new characters and three new maps? That's the is thing it, where I feel a lot of people are... Is it going to be for free? Um, upset. Right. So they don't yeah. know yet, so they're upset about yeah. what they don't but know. It, oh, it, you're going to release the Hero Shop, huh?
1: Here's why it's scary, right? Blizzard makes games, Right. They also make expansions. Blizzard is so known for their expansions, right? World of Warcraft has a bunch of yearly or bi-yearly expansions. StarCraft, expansions. Diablo, expansions. Overwatch, I feel I'm terrified that it's not going to be any different. We might see, because if it's a single-purchase game, a year and a half from now, Overwatch, colon, they all make crisis, right? Like, here, here's like a colon... Something else, and in this, you're going to get like six new heroes and like five new maps. Do we split the community in half, or is it? I I know they don't want to
0: split
2: the community, but when you're doing an expansion model, you have so fewer options than if you were free to
3: play. What's the
1: other model? Does it exist for a single purchase game?
3: I honestly think that there's if they no matter what they do they're going to make a ton of money like the marketing for this <laughs> game is insane all the animations yeah. the story the lore brings in so many people the gameplay itself is so good i think no matter what they do they're going to have a lot of players like i'm not freaked out about the idea of expansions i'm more freaked out about the idea of them not creating more content over time they're going to do it like regardless of how it shapes up they're going to do it
1: well but, I, but that's what i mean though like like we're talking about continued interest in a game yeah. If you're gonna, if we were talking about expansion wise, if that's something they want to, think, you know, think in the future, that means we're not going to see new Overwatch content for a year. Well, you're talking about I major expansions. You're talking about major expansions. They can have DLCs. I mean,
0: they, they, they can have different types of additional. Okay. Packs my, my, the
1: point is, I'm them. trying to make is that Blizzard is known for their expansions. All their games have them. Heroes of the Storm is the only one that doesn't have like the boxed expansions. You know yeah, what I mean? But that's
0: that introduces a new. Purchase. That intrus- inter- intru- introduces a, a completely new you know, pay model for them. So I think right now on the table for Blizzard is anything. I, I think they, they, they're they not going to necessarily continue with their history of, of pay models here. Because, again, like, I feel like they've broken that now with Heroes and they're more open to all kinds of things. And seeing different buying behaviors from from the gaming demographic I, has affected them. So I wouldn't be surprised if, it's, if they do stay with this type of, you know, just packaged content, it'll be very there'll be definitely very little time between them or not like a year like expansions for starcraft and diablo and things like that
1: right honestly do they monetize it go ahead go ahead sorry well my my hope
3: my hope here is that they release new characters for free and they continue mm-hmm. to monetize via skins new maps new characters all of that for free skins that'll make them a shit ton of money it's blizzard their art is amazing their characters are amazing people are already invested in the lore at BlizzCon, how much Overwatch cosplay did you see? It was kind of crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. <just> to, <laughs> how about the merch, man? God, the you, merch give,
3: you give too. Winston a funny little hat, man, that shit will sell like hotcakes. <laughs> <eggs. laughs> that's that's yeah, the goddamn true. truth. So, I true. mean, that's what I really hope happens. Like, That's going to be what's best for the competitive community is obviously if everyone gets all the new characters. And I think it'll make them a shit ton of money as well. Right,
0: that would be yeah, agreed. Yeah, definitely. All right, well... I think that's a good wrap on on uh, that segment. We talked a good bit about the community. Uh, let's spend really quickly. So I wanted to introduce some of the segments that we're we are going to be doing each and every week. And I kind of started off the show saying that we would, uh, you know, maybe establish some some content for beginner and intermediate folks, so that you can kind of go back as kind of like a beginner, just a, a, a guide, just at the beginning of the game. Uh, so let's let's introduce the strategies segment. So I figured we do a quick topic about maybe uh, let's compare some compositions that we've seen in pub games versus at the you know pro level, and you know kind of what you see, well at least what you guys see as both of the, the, the common compositions.
2: Right now in a pub gameplay, I feel like everyone has gotten uh, you don't see two car- multiples of characters a lot. Like if someone's like, oh, he picked that guy already, I guess I'll play different guy yeah yeah but like actual composition two azarias to me is still very frightening two divas is extremely powerful Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. don't see too often that that difference between pub gameplay i see
0: the two divas a lot actually (laughs) people are starting to do that
2: well maybe after this last week because they're newer
1: (laughs) yeah last weekend right you used to see a lot of new you see a lot of double may until they uh yeah
2: i mean you saw triple genji for a while but like (laughs) You don't, see much, you don't see Zarya nearly ever. Yeah, Zarya, that's game. true. is not very well, like, often played, but when you get two of them, it just feels like the enemy team is always shielded, and then you have wormholes everywhere. <laughs> it's very hard to
1: Worm, do. Wormholes.
2: Yes,
0: they have Nidus Canals coming out. It's ridiculous. Dude, Quad Winston's pretty pretty awesome, too. Yeah, that's they, they ran that
2: in
1: the tournament. That was really yeah. cool to see.
2: Yeah, got shut down. What's, what's, the,
1: what's a good counter to, yeah. to four Winstons?
2: Well, uh, apparently it was just playing well. well it, yeah. it could be <laughs> just they had on. a Zenyatta and a Reaper, and the Reaper just shotguns their face. <laughs> yeah, It was Reaper and
3: McCree, uh, <laughs> Reaper. which which was good at killing the Winstons. And they actually ran with two Lucios. This was Hubris yeah. who actually defeated this. One Lucio speed boosting, one Lucio uh, damage or health boosting. Uh, that's how they beat that. But I mean, that's a good idea. If you talk about the meta right now, in general, like at the I want level, to talk about McCree. Yeah, McCree's, No. <laughs> no, actually. I don't. Uh, everyone's running... The most common loadout is two tanks, two support, two DPS. May's, we're not seeing the defensive characters used almost at all. Like Hanzo, Mei, mm-hmm. uh, Bastion, Torbjorn, obviously. None of those characters are being used in the meta very much. The highest and meta, yeah. At the high, the high level. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing we did see more in this recent tournament was teams switching to three tanks especially towards the end of maps when they really were reaching the end of a map we saw uh you know one reinhardt two divas uh maybe zarya reinhardt diva like uh, especially the two divas we saw that like a bunch of times by non enigma and it worked scary well
2: diva is very like everyone thought at first diva's damage needs to get buffed but the more i've seen her play the more i've gotten to play her she is outrageous she's
1: so hard yeah, to initially kill thought that she was at uh, yeah you, I, I, I
2: thought her, was, her ult was the good part and she sucked <laughs> yeah. and her ult sucks <laughs> yeah, and she's sucks. awesome you yeah. she can just get anywhere and follow anyone and do whatever she wants and create so much space for a whole team mm-hmm. but yeah you also have a lot of like suit like divas like a pseudo she's not really like a tank pseudo tank zarya as well so you could run a reinhardt a zarya and a diva and not feel like you're losing damage because zarya inevitably gets to a 100 charge. It's very rare that you don't see that happening right now. And then she is one of the highest DPS characters in the game and can mm-hmm. give people shields.
0: All right, so, like, and, when it comes... And her
2: ult is ridiculous. Yeah.
3: Like, it's so good.
0: So w- when it comes to... You brought up the defensive category, right, of characters. Um, that seems to be played more in the casual, you know, pub games. Like, things like Bastion, oh, yeah. right? Just the, the turret-based based, uh, characters. Uh, do you think that, that that characters like Bastion, more so Bastion, will ever be viable in, like, high pro meta?
1: Didn't, didn't Jeff addressed this, didn't he, in the, in the last, uh, like, developer diary that he did? Mm-hmm. He said that casual players have a huge problem with Bastion and Torbjorn, but at a competitive level, they're not good at all, really. Mm-hmm. The competitive players have been able to t- take them down very easily, so they're trying to figure out how to make them viable in both, like a casual, because the ca- a casual audience sees them as impossible to deal with. If you see a Bastion and you're just playing for a couple hours, he's impossible to deal with. But like at a, like I said, a competitive level, he's you, why would you ever play him? And they're trying to figure out like how to make him good and balanced on both sides of the coin. I have no idea how you would do that. I really don't. <laughs>
2: I actually made this comparison I find pretty funny. Uh, Bastion, he sits in a corner, and he he aims in one spot and deals a lot of damage. Why wouldn't you have a Widowmaker do the exact same thing? (laughs) Yeah. There isn't enough room on your team to have a Bastion or a Torbjorn unless you base your team around it, and I feel like as a defending team, which is who would have a Bastion and who would have a Torbjorn, can't afford to do that, because you don't know what the attackers are going to play, so they're going with really well-rounded defenses. And Torbjorn is not a well-rounded
0: defense. Mm-hmm. Like, I, think oh, gonna, I think we can Torbjorn, have a Bastion,
2: and Genji comes out of the gate. Oh. And like even like mm, Torbjorn, okay. I,
1: I mean, I I personally feel that Torbjorn is not in a good place right now because I, just coming from, I mean, obviously there's no real like stuns in TF2 besides like the Sandman ball. Really, there's not there's like a stun, like hard CC. I don't think Torbjorn his turret should not be able to be freezed. I don't think Reinhardt
2: can slam it it can be frozen there's a lot of things that it, it
1: exactly yeah. I, I think that Torbjorn's sentry needs to be undamageable by some things because it just makes it unbearable when let's let if a may comes wow. in and freezes your turret like come yeah, on now it's like it's it, that, that should never happen and like even like a diva alt mm-hmm. I know that like you can get a get, get a Reinhardt to stand in front of it yeah but if it's a diva alt I mean, yeah, but if if a diva huh. alts on top of your turret, you have to leave, and it's going to get destroyed. Yeah. You have to leave. It's like a sentry buster from Man versus Machine. You can't <laughs> pick up your sentry. <laughs> it's like that sucks. I like playing Torbjorn. It's just it's, you see these things happen, and you're just like, what am I supposed to do right now?
0: Just lose? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, at the same time with Bastion, and we're getting into some character talk, which is good too, because you know we want to talk about characters each and every week also. Uh, but with with Bastion. You know, it, 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 it's hard to kill them, but at the same time, it's like, you know, casuals are not going to play Widowmaker, right? I mean, they're just not very good at Widowmaker. They could try to play Widowmaker, but they're never going to be doing, dealing as much damage. So, um, is it good to just have these kind of characters that are, are, you know, that, that are just made they, for casuals? They like, are a lot okay? of fun
2: to play. I mean, is like, it okay? I'll give them that. Bastion yeah. is one of my favorite characters. I never play him because he'll oh, die. My, my son plays watching. Bastion. I love okay. Bastion. He freaking a lot. loves Wait, it. Yeah. yeah. Dude like hiding in a corner getting a couple kills and you move you can make it work in a pub but then i see why they want to rebalance them because then it's never going to work against uh, any like sort of organized game which they want the game to be yeah, organized
0: it's a, it's that yeah it's definitely that dream of having every single character viable it's just um you know sometimes i mean like sometimes it's very difficult. almost
2: all of them are the
3: tank, yeah except for the defensive that's characters. right that's true Like, all the tanks are viable, uh, probably with Roadhog being the least viable, but they're all good. Uh, All the DPS characters are good. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're all, you know, useful in their own scenarios. So I think they've done a great job balancing so far. It's really just the defensive class, which seems to be
2: completely neglected by the competitive scene right now. Well, even the good ones, I I would say Hanzo and Junkrat are the best of the defensive class. Junkrat I think does oh, well. Oh, Junkrat's defensive, right. I... Yeah, Junkrat yeah. does well. Hanzo is just not going to do well until Widowmaker isn't as good. That's I think what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that's right. that's true. I agree. Uh I guess last question about characters. Jesus. Yeah, the, old... oh, the, old... like, the old... so ult <laughs> match.
3: Unless you're like in a narrow hallway.
2: Yeah, true. I mean, he has his uses and I think he's really good because you can scatter arrow a full scatter shots. And... Yeah. And the Zarya-Dragon combo, we're just spacing people out with the dragon is good, but he's still like... I don't know, we should cut
0: this guy from the team and get a good Widowmaker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. There's a lot of them. Right. Alright, the big question. Any OP characters right now? I want to talk about Widowmaker a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> they just nerfed her. They just yeah, nerfed Widowmaker. I, Not I
1: enough.
2: It, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, okay, the competitive community is, has a pretty clear consensus about the most OP character, and that is Mercy. Mercy uh, yes. Because yeah. of her ability to damage boost Widowmaker. It's actually a key <laughs> part of it. Like that's kind of the combo, Widowmaker yeah. Mercy. Yeah. But her revive, it's more or less a way to negate, like someone one team can drop three alts, get mm. like five kills, and the Mercy maybe just spawned, is coming out of spawn. Casts her ult and it basically negates all those. Yeah. So that's that's people's biggest issue
2: right I now. I truly hate Mercy. Like, I, I've gone off before. I want her ult to have like a complete ground up redesign. Wow. I'm not happy with it. Mean, there's a lot of ways you could redesign yeah, it. It you could,
3: could be only people you can see in line of sight. I mean, even India if it, it wasn't a resurrect, I'd be happy.
0: A line of sight would be great. Yeah. I mean, that, that's not a yeah. total redesign. That's just more of a modification, right? Like, what if it
1: still did the same thing, but like 30% HP?
0: That, yeah. would be, yeah, that, that would be, that be fine, would too. Work that would absolutely yeah. be fine, too. Yeah.
2: And then they respawn with 30% HP, and you're able to build ult off their missing health and do it again in in oh, 20 seconds. It's just <laughs> an
0: instant replay again. I mean, I don't ensure that just, is the answer, because then there's yeah. no point to, to her. I, I think They're a old.
2: huge part of it is she builds ult way too fast. It's too yeah. easy to get it for her. She doesn't die. Killing her is a detriment to the team. If you go for her first, you might want to stop her from resurrecting people, but then she respawns and can do it from the spawn room. Yeah, I agree. Like, probably a, I, I, I think gave her rank. ult because I killed her. I don't think she should gain ult from taking damage.
0: Okay, well, there's a question about just the, oh. the ult power, right? Or power powering up to ult. When you die, should you take a penalty? Or should, should there be some subtraction to that so that you don't, you're just not literally, I mean, because the only penalty you have is switching characters. You can't switch characters, you know, because it just starts over mm-hmm. if you switch characters. But should there be a, a negative when you when you die when it comes to that?
2: I, I don't. I think only the negative would affect someone like Mercy who can do it literally from spawn. Because if Farah, right. if you lost 10 15 percent of your ult when you died, you fire one rocket, two rockets, then you ult. I, I don't think it stops anyone in their tracks as much as it would stop
1: hmm. spawn room Mercy. Okay. You guys just globally think that. Um, do you think globally that all ults should be slower to charge?
3: I actually I do. I well. do too. I completely do. I do too. I think we I think at, at this point, like I was playing some pubs last night, and we were trying to. We were trying to stop a team. Uh, I was on defense, and we kept having these amazing like combos of alts and killing them all. And then their mercy would alt. <laughs> and then their their Lucio would alt. And like every single time there was a new wave, yes. there was a new wave of alts. Like, it's too much. Yeah. I think uh, just, uh, it's not like a big issue, but I would definitely maybe turn it down like 20%, 25%. Like just make it so you need
2: 25% yeah. more yeah. Yeah. Ult
3: or more meter or whatever.
2: There You'll see often, there's even a couple fights where you're all fighting for last. Like you'll get on the point. You'll throw down May's ultimate, which they did nerf this recently where you can't build ult while it's out. But you throw down May's ultimate, freeze everyone. You'd kill everyone. They're still pushing. Like you haven't stopped fighting anyone and you ult a second time. <laughs> it just keeps going and going. Yeah,
0: and I mean that those moments, especially in other games that we've seen, like like MOBAs, I mean those team battles where everybody uses their ult. That that's a special moment, right? And there's usually yeah. like five ten minutes between. I also those don't
2: even think people so. are good at building ults yet. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like,
0: oh, you I don't think chaining mercies are yeah. are used yeah, yeah.
2: to. Like boosting off of a roadhog and like letting the roadhog take damage so that they can build alt. I don't see too much of that. Right. So people are only going to learn how to do it even
0: quicker. Yeah, just abuse what what's there right now. And mm-hmm.
2: and again, I don't think there should ever be a downside to killing someone. Like when killing someone gives them an ultimate and they can just. Yeah. Like, there are times in this game where you shouldn't be fighting at all and just like, waiting in
1: a corner or something. You brought up like League of Legends and like MOBAs in general. Mm-hmm. They're usually on a timer, right? So how long is like a typical ult timer? Mm. 20 seconds, 120 seconds, like 80 seconds? So so in reality, if you're talking about two potential minutes before you can do your ultimate in Overwatch, you can build ultimate. You can get like two or three ultimates off in two minutes if you're really good. I've been in games with people that are playing McCree, people that are playing Hanzo, and they're ulting every 30 seconds.
2: (laughs) If you're damage boosted and you're gaining more damage from the boost and you're getting more ultimate and like through the course of one fight, like twenty seconds, you can build an ult.
1: That's great And I don't know, yeah. it just it feels like it's an ultimate should be special. It shouldn't be a thing you do like once a game, but yeah. I don't think you should be able to get like two or three ults off in less than two minutes. It just feels like what do you like think waiting.
2: about like diminishing returns on ultimate game? Like as the match Ooh. goes on it gets harder. And I think that would also yeah. stop some
1: overtime events. I don't love that actually. Like, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe the reverse. Oh. Then like well, no, no 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 not the reverse like that would be, yeah, that would be, be quite yeah. early.
2: <laughs> like well wouldn't that that cause you to choose when is a good time to actually coordinate it, not want to waste it because the next one will take longer and like what I was talking about earlier stopping
0: overtimes. I I think that's it's not conceptually that bad, but I think that's definitely hard to. Understand, especially if we're talking about from a viewership standpoint, things like that. Hey, hey, we're just discussing it, buddy. Oh, he's on his fifth ultimate now, and you know his fifth ultimate is a lot weaker than this guy's actual third ultimate. And oh man, that that would be kind of (laughs) crazy from the accessibility standpoint. Hey, all I know is press Q. (laughs) Press Q, exactly right. You have it, press it. I changed that. I changed that button, damn it! Like I can, (laughs) I I was terrible at pressing Q. So. uh, they're Definitely. totally different. Like obviously, MOBA's that's uh, a totally different genre. You're building your, your. You
1: need two minutes is a is a good amount of time. But, ultimates, the name ultimate right in in its own name yeah. is your ultimate ability. Uh-oh. It shouldn't feel like We're something that's them. on like a 30 second cooldown. You yeah. Know what I mean, like I'll yeah, oh, just do another one. That was a pretty good ultimate. That was my ultimate yeah. move.
2: I think it is stopping people from caring. Just doing it. You always see the one guy who goes in like you haven't pushed yet and there's already like a Winston jumping around. My favorite is
3: Zenyatta. (laughs) There's like
1: just dragons flying around for no reason.
3: I I love seeing those solo Zenyatta's just like, ah shit I'm I'm not doing anything. That's a great example.
2: Zenyatta, if someone's about to kill you, which is all the time you just (laughs) press Q because you're like, no one even, no one's going to follow through with this. I'll have it again soon because Zenyatta's also builds really fast like passively you, just cuz you're always healing someone.
0: You can still smack her around with uh Winston's holes, right? Even when she's it's invincible valley, yeah. like that? Yeah, you still knock her across. I mean, you the actually you stuff. actually knock him around, right? You yeah. knock, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly.
2: And uh Roadhog's ult pushes him back and keeps him away mm, okay. and yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, well, why don't we take some questions from you guys, the the viewers here and lots of tweets actually. So, I'm going to pull from Twitter here. Please. Actually, let me pull up the reddit thread too if you guys can maybe take a look at the reddit thread i'll i'll look through the twitter ones first okay so uh shindigs he asks have you considered the viability of a team being all winston's so we talked a little bit about quad winston's but what about a six man winston for i don't know attacking like objective objective attacking like we saw that video right Hanamura.
2: We, we pretty much did see it again in the tournament. There was five Winstons. They all jumped yes. synchronized over a wall in King's Row for the first point, And they mm-hmm. had a Lucio speed boosting him to keep him healed. And it just didn't work. I think in a pub, like, just <laughs> there's no coordination to begin with. So no one would be ready for six Winstons. But, like, as a standard thing, I don't think it'll ever work. It did it did not, actually, not, I don't it, it think did it would yeah, work. work I think it a in a good it's balanced in a good enough place where it's not well, six winstons isn't like the end all you know well, I feel yeah. I I am scared of the 6 May that can in forever contest a point
1: just block 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 well, block if block, you do yeah. six of any character you're missing out on the other characters in the game's abilities and in, in support you, you know you, you yeah, do but like it, six Reinhardts you're not going to have anybody that's going to heal you have, like, six maze. I mean, obviously, it's annoying, but, like... Well, well, that's
2: the, one. That's the only one I'm worried about because they can heal themselves and they can stop themselves from being killed. What just is the counter a to someone who is unshootable?
1: I mean, maybe it, it, it would be a cool thing to see somebody just kind of throw it out there. Like, mid like or mid or end of the game, you get, like, six Reinhardts. It would be so surprising. Like, wait a second. There's six Reinhardts on the... What's happening? And it would be, like, a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Next Winston, That'll six Reinhardts, six out of anything, really. It would just surprise people.
2: Uh, good idea yeah. I just had. You should be able to knock back Maze ice block
0: with, with like just push it. Yeah, yeah, you should be able to push that. <laughs> well, Ben, Ben, you were about to say it was viable for at least uh, a bit in the tournament, oh. right?
2: Uh, actually, yeah. the first
3: round, the team Overwatch Jackets, I believe they did the five Winston one Lucio strategy, and Buff Widowmaker. <laughs> no, the Hubris beat oh. them, but they actually beat Buff Widowmaker. Uh. Using that
2: strategy. I well, that's because they had a Widowmaker <laughs> and they knew they were going to be buffing a Widowmaker, yeah. and that was their whole strategy. So, of course, Winston would beat that. Anyway, just yeah, throwing that, that sure. out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, it, I mean, it, I mean, this, this it can is be a kind counter. Pandora's box yeah, it could be a, a counter. Question thing.
0: Exactly. Of, yeah. 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 I mean, there's, there's I, like... I know
2: there's the whole character lock in debate, character limit. Yeah. To yeah. a degree, I wouldn't mind seeing a character limit. I don't think it's necessary. I think anything could be dealt with. To a degree
0: yeah. to start with but, you shouldn't have a character limit I mean, yeah. until somebody just finds something that's crazy yeah, we haven't seen the game broken of, yet so yeah so exactly why
3: not? i have a good feeling this is going to be a contentious issue because i've seen a lot of reddit threads and a lot of people talking about it which seems kind of weird because it's not like any of the teams are really running multiple of one character anyway we've only started to see that very recently with multiple divas
0: mm-hmm. and
3: even then it i mean it It's not like OP. It's not like crazy OP or anything. So I'm honestly ambivalent about it. I could go either ways. Like if we we want to limit it to one character, uh, one one of each per team, I would be totally fine with that. If we don't, I'd also be totally fine with that. From a casting and viewing perspective, I mean, I think it makes it better to have variety. I mean, makes it easier to cast, and it looks a little less goofy when you when you have when you don't have two Winstons on a team. Um, yeah, on the score screen. So. Definitely a variety
2: here. I, I actually don't care either way. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, past having three of a character starts to get into the territory of this is not good anymore. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Next question. Who is your favorite character? I guess for each one of us. Jeremy, why don't you start, man? I'll go last. My favorite character. Ah, uh,
1: it's changed a couple times. It really has. Like at first, Beated it was Lucio. Yeah. Like he was probably Lucio. Drop
2: the beat, man. <laughs> no, he. I I
1: love Lucio. He's awesome. But I mean, then it was like Zenyatta. Hmm. His Zenyatta is still probably it. If it wasn't Zenyatta, it'd probably be. Oh, you poor soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's the best. He's great. I uh, love Zenyatta. Squishy lately. though. Yeah, dies really. Yeah, amazing. you do. You do on your team. Yeah, but he's still fun. He's just, just everything about him. He's just fun to play. I like the passive kind of healer. Yeah, it's it's an interesting mm. mechanic. uh If it wasn't either one of those two, if we're like talking about like a damage dealer or something maybe i don't know maybe winston i love i like playing so that's winston. mine actually you want a damage dealer but yeah mm-hmm. i would say winston
0: yeah winston's my favorite fish sticks what's your favorite
3: i you know at, at first i had to say Farah, like no brainer uh coming from tribes and quake it's <laughs> yeah basically a mix of tribes and quake of uh, her rocket launcher is almost a direct rip of the rocket launcher from quake 3 it feels, feels like it. It. it looks like it sounds like it um mm-hmm. uh, Lately, I've been enjoying Genji. Uh, his Reflect is just so fun oh, to use when you use it effectively. It's, like, ridiculously fun. And he's arguably the most mobile character in the game with his dash, his double jump, his wall, wall climb. And, and wall uh, even you know, some of the gl- the glitches are fun, too. Um, but I also just, just tried Reinhardt over the weekend, who's ridiculously fun. It feels like you're pl- almost if you're against a really good Reinhardt on the other side, it almost feels like you're playing like a, a chess Push, game. You're pushing it's each like other. You're just dudes. pushing it's each other. Game. It's like Charge, charge.
0: charge. Yeah. It's, like, it's...
3: W- w- it's almost like rock, paper, scissors. Like, yeah. is he going to charge? Is he going to do the, the whatever attack? Is he going to just keep shielding? Like,
0: well, usually know, it's like, whoever like, charges go first whatever. loses, actually. It's <laughs> such
1: a perfect way to describe it, rock, yeah. paper, scissors. That's like the yeah. perfect way to describe Reinhardt v. Reinhardt.
0: Yeah, sounds much. But it can be. Thanks, Thanks <laughs> It welcome. can be so strategic watching Reinhardt versus Reinhardt, too, because, yeah. you know, it's like the, the the other team relies so heavily on the shield that you're just moving the shield just by you know, charging them. You know, like that could be just sole purpose. I, right?
2: I hate the Reinhardt on your team that has to drop a shield to press E and then someone behind him gets
0: headshot. Oh, so, God, yeah. Was, was the
2: 150 <laughs> damage worth it? Percy's just building. It's almost home. never worth
0: it. Like, exactly. It, it never is. Never, but it's so never fun to do. It. It's, it's never fun never just to throw do. Everyone
2: does it anyway,
3: like even at the top level. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because, uh, again, it, get, you know, it gets boring and you know, you're holding your shield up, you're walking around. I just want to, like, throw something at somebody. <laughs> right. Stir, your favorite <laughs> well, Your favorite character. My
2: favorite? Um... I, from week to week, I end up picking a new one. Like I even said in the beginning that Symmetra was going to be a character that I hated, and it's my biggest antidote for saying, "Wow, these characters are actually really fun. Symmetra was really fun once you get to understand why her teleporter is winning you every single game. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think for the, like the long haul, my favorite is going has continued to be Roadhog.:
0: Really? I, sh- I wow. just feel like
2: if I get on roadhog, I'm going to have a fun game every time. The hook is Pledge, man. Uh,
0: dude, I've been so in a
3: couple cute. games where, where Roadhog will get, like, 81% accuracy
2: with the hook. <laughs> like, Are
3: you oh, yeah. serious? Road I Roadhog still don't know the
0: range very well.
2: Like, like, pub. It's... <laughs> people, like, jump to, like, a road like Roadhog is, like, overpower when you see it. But, like, team coordination, it gets really hard to actually pull people. But it's also still fun when, like, in a, in a coordinated game, uh, Reinhardt drops his shield to throw his E inevitably, and you pull him and you just destroy him. Yeah. You have people actually follow up on the damage with you. He's like, it's just a fun dude." I mean, originally thought he was pretty
1: I thought he was like a really super overpowered character when we when we first started playing. But like he uh, without having any he like you said like tank wise and that fish sticks you said it. Like he's probably one of the worst tanks at yeah. the moment. You mm-hmm. probably say yeah. so like I remember so initially I was like, oh, he's so good. He's, like, the best tank in the game. He, like, can kill people. It's,
0: like, not really. <laughs> he's not he a just tank. just has 600 health. Yeah, he's not really <laughs> a tank. And Winston <laughs> Roadhog,
2: as well, is, like, you can one-shot Winston, and it feels so good. Yeah, and he baby. just, for a second, walks in front of his his shield dome, and you pull him and one-shot him. It's like, okay. Oh, any, yeah, any shotgun that. in the
0: face pretty much gets Winston there. Yeah, for me, it is Winston, like I said. And I also love Mei a lot, too. Just her her escapability and just utility of her her powers are a lot of fun to play i I wish she was still as power i wish she could could still one shot everything she freezes like instantly but but still it's pretty and
2: what what stopped her
0: well i i don't know did did they not nerf the damage on may at all i mean i thought i thought they they, did they
2: they slowed down multiple mays can't freeze one target oh that's what it was right that's true yeah, but, I mean, you, her headshots are still 140 damage.
0: Yeah, it's just
2: if you hit a tracer one time, it's like oh, Well, I'm tracer gonna... dies. Yeah, <laughs>
0: tracer dies fast. Yeah. Genji dies fast, but I wish I could just one shot <laughs> Reinhardt right. That would be awesome. <laughs> one shot Reinhardt, oh boy. god, Who would that'd be, awesome. would be... Like The little the little girl one Reinhardt. That'd be beautiful. All right, next up, let's see. Oh, by the way, that that question was from Wicked Sencho, and maybe we'll take one or two more here. Um, I
2: think a good question that I've seen in chat a couple times okay. is to talk about the uh the twenty tick rate situation that was discovered
0: twenty tick rate what was that
2: uh yeah familiar well someone said they they tested it during the beta when they had the open weekend they looked into it, and it turned out that overwatch has twenty Hertz tick rate counter strike standard is sixty four oh, okay. private servers have one twenty eight in counter strike me enjoy more talking about this a bit battlefield is around
0: twenty um Explain to people what that is.
2: Ticker is pretty much the response time from client side to server what is actually happening. This is the shortest, most um, I'm not an intelligent person way to explain it. If you're in the game in Overwatch right now, client side, everything feels perfect. If you shoot a guy, he got shot. When you look at the kill cam, the kill cam exists to show you how wrong it was where you feel like you were three steps behind a wall but they actually shot you on on their screen so you're dead so it's kind of a lag compensation just how often mm-hmm. the server is refreshing the reality of the two things
0: okay you understand all right so <laughs> so thoughts so, on that uh, basically or but the
3: hit, like you said hit registration is client side i don't know tick rate conversations are always tricky because yeah. none of yeah. us are network engineers and I can't really go into too much detail, and people really, really like to get outraged about tick rate. All I know is the game feels good, man. Like, oh de- yeah, feels good. And competitive, the competitive players, competitive FPS players, complain about everything. <laughs> they complain about they everything. And so far, people are pretty positive about the game. Like, I haven't heard people talk about registration being bad. I'm not gonna call. I'm not gonna call this as an issue. I'm not even gonna care about it until really, we have more time in the game. And, and
2: I think it is something to, than me
3: can look into yeah, it. I don't yeah.
2: know. It, it is a beta. The servers have been crashing. I wouldn't say they're the best they're ever going to be. Like, this is something that can only get better. But there have been a couple moments where I think after you play the game a little bit, you'll notice, like, I shouldn't have got killed by that. The other day, I was taking it a bit more seriously during whatever tournament that was. I think I the
0: it was, fish EU, was it the EU tournament or fish? Fish, fish six. six tournament. Oh, fish I, tournament. OK,
2: a Reinhardt jumped. So I hooked him on Roadhog. He was in the air and hooked. And he hammered down. And I was so pissed off that, like, on my screen, there's no feasible way he should have stunned, like, four people on our team. But, like, you can see in some moments that, like, on his... Uh, for him, I know he got the hammer down out. And I'll, There's another good example on Roadhog where you hook a tracer in the middle of her teleport, and you didn't actually hook her. There's a lot of moments where it's noticeable. But it's not, like... The end of the world kind of situation, and I think it can only
1: get better. It's but we, yeah, that, that that's what I was going to say is, we we talked about it very briefly on your stream before we came over here. But yeah, what are all these servers in California? Does anybody know that? Like, where are, I mean, where are all have, the servers right now? Where are the they, they beta have, servers? They wherever? have to be somewhere in California, because I so, always have
2: 90 ping. I've yeah. never not had yeah. 90 ping. I've
1: had 90 ping. The whole exactly. Time, so <laughs> you, once the game is, they get more servers, they get more reliable
0: servers, they get they get everything locked in, yeah. then we could probably have a discussion. Well, at, at least in NA, servers. they're in, in California. Then we'll get the They have to have some EU servers, too. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. they. Put they the, the pitchforks
1: in, in the cabinet until... Like, you know, the they're ready. That's all I'm trying to say here. ready. They're, they're really, sharpened.
0: No, please. They've already taken. They've already taken them out a few times. All right. So, I know they're. They definitely exist. <clears throat> all right. Fu- uh, <laughs> fuck. I don't know. asks, What do you guys think about Invoker in game? Will there be a Sunstrike hero, or and will it be good? I don't play Dota. What yeah, is this I'm on, uh, yeah. hey, I'm on like a, like a spell is, is that or?
2: not the character that combines three different abilities to make different spells? Invoker, Chantaman, I you know. actually do said, not know. Okay. I have, <laughs> no, I have Invoker has like. Has, None of us play e, <laughs> this, is, know, this is good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this
0: Depending is good on the order life. that you
2: press yeah. those abilities, he creates like here's a meteor. It's kind of like magic or the, the oh, okay. wizarding gauntlet. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That kind of character would be pretty cool. My opinion is just—it's like the Chogall. Any new character would be cool because I don't think a character has let
1: me down yet. Besides uh, Mercy,
0: I would agree.
1: (laughs) I'd say any addition to the game is is good. think. Any character addition, just because it's more—it's more stuff to get excited about. It's more stuff to to try to especially counter and
0: play, and it's it's fun all around. I I, add more stuff, especially things that don't mirror like. TF2 right. at all. You know what I mean? I think that's when it's going to start. Uh, like yeah, just, those things are really, really nice. Sweet. Yeah.
2: Don't don't is kind of like a spellcaster because she creates hard light. And it turns it into objects she, she doesn't really use that in, in any part of her kit yeah yeah, yeah we're, we're
1: talking that's about like story. a wizard that like has like a like, yeah. a, like a thunderstorm ability yeah like,
2: like a, a i mean they have ninjas they have cowboys where's the freaking wizard i want where's the wizard off in is? this damn <laughs> game and
1: everybody in the thunderstorm that's like in a small area their, their attack speed is reduced by 40 percent. increased by 40 percent. Increased. it's a thunderstorm.
2: you make the enemy fight faster and they miss all their shots Oh my and God. His, his ultimate, ideas his, his, ideas ultimate right
1: ability now. will be like lightning storm. Yeah. And he'll drop down like a lightning cloud. And, yeah, so, like, Fishtings, fish what,
0: what type of character would you like <laughs> yeah. to see?
3: Honestly, I think Blizzard has struck gold with this whole concept of, of bringing in the MOBA aspects, uh, mm-hmm. you know, copying yeah. ideas from different FPS. They're basically taking cues from every which way and every angle. I think it's amazing as far as I'm concerned. And I really, really... Really hope that they add more than twenty-one characters with all kinds of crazy abilities. Like, I, I would love to see this game move even closer towards MOBAs. And in- mm-hmm. before you freak out, I know everyone in chat is going to be like,
0: "Oh my God, he said MOBAs." <laughs> <laughs> <Curse of laughs> Scuze uh, I
3: am. <laughs> no, uh, I- I'd love to see as many characters as possible with as much variance. Like, I'd like to see more area of effect spells that do interesting things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I- all-, all that stuff.
2: Heroes are the big part of the game right now. We're adding a new yeah. hero, changes. It's I, I describe them like Hearthstone cards, where it, it changes the meta because there's a new one, not because you well, rebalance.
0: That, that one. doesn't always happen in Hearthstone. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I,
2: I know, I know. Rio Jackson, right now. Come on, okay, Genji. Yeah yeah, 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 Okay. Everyone's right, playing Genji sure. now, but like, I, I was kind of disappointed to hear that the what you see is what you get. Twenty one heroes. I thought they were gonna. I didn't care if they went free to play. It's a beta, but I... guys. I, I, mean, I, I know. Come
0: I... on. It's like I think they they're... had. They're getting unfair. I think I'm treat- saying well, the words that. wrong. But they
2: I, think did. I was, saying, they I was did. expecting more heroes more often, but again, it is the beta, so we'll see. I mean, it's not like they like Hearthstone released
0: freaking expansion in beta. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like that's what people. Are... And I know this is because Blizzard hyped it up, and yes, there's definitely a drawback to that. But we have to always look at this is a beta. Like they shouldn't be releasing like the content current roster is good,
2: beta. but you definitely get moments where it's like yeah. Reinhardt, I feel like, fills the only legitimate tank role. Winston is kind of harassed. Eve is kind of harassed. Like, if you want to defend this area, pick Reinhardt every single time. There's
0: That's what we're four, seeing, four too. More supports. Yeah. There's like six
2: the are doing for sure. Offense. Yeah. I, even, even if there was a slightly varied Reinhardt that was still the same, I don't care that he was only slightly varied. I just think it would be cool to yeah, have a new so guy. Absolutely. I, can
1: yeah, I think they agree. need more supports. I think I think the the support characters they all fill. I mean, I, actually, I was talking to uh, to I think I was talking to like the other the crew like Italics and Boo and those I guys. I remember
2: you saying this, so I was there.
1: Do you, that they've already f- fulfilled every single potential role for support. Like they have the passive healer in Zenyatta. They have like the shielder in Symmetra. They have the direct healer in uh, Mercy, and they have like the overall AOE healer in Lucio. They already like kind of covered every potential kind of base, but even like a variation. I, I feel like i would
2: like sports. to see a uh, or
0: innovate just I, come like up with a amplitude?
2: new one no what's the name of the web crusaders crossbow like a, an actual shot heel would be really cool to see oh i mean what, uh, what about yeah. like we haven't one of the most
3: common use things you see in mobas is like uh at a. I don't even play mobas i'm completely bullshitting <laughs> but <something that> I'm <laughs>
0: I'm really sure. sure i
3: think, is I, I think they have these it's i'm pretty sure that the, some people have abilities to make it so you can't cast one of your abilities like it, You're like all yeah, i, guess silence. Yeah, I guess. All right. yeah. yeah like i'd love to see that like maybe there's someone that makes it so you charge your ult faster or maybe there's someone that makes it so they charge their ult slower like that type of meta yeah. i'd love to see all of that stuff yeah i mean I'm the buff, like the, the buff
0: yeah the buffing abilities are there's still a lot of potential for buffing abilities right now it's just speed and health and and armor right i mean there's yeah. there's I definitely I think you start more. to
2: get more outlandish once you get past the,
1: these initial four mm-hmm. and these are a good yeah. four base characters which is why
0: well, that's what I meant. Like,
1: they, they've already they've covered like, their initial base of like AOE, direct, passive, and like other passive. You know and
2: bullshit mean? resurrect <laughs> full team from Swamp. <laughs> uh, well, well, yeah, of
1: course. So you, you have to have one of those, at least one in every video game. Come on.
2: Yeah. Man, well, just,
3: this just popped in my head. I, I come from, I've played a lot of enemy territory, Quake Wars, and Dirty Bomb, where medics have defibrillator paddles and they can just shock anyone up. That could that could be somebody's E, right? Like there could be that medic. They could just rip that medic from yeah medic
0: single revives. It
2: yeah, mm-hmm. That's that's possible. I'd that's love a, that. scary, it's, thought, it's I a scary thought. But I think
0: what a single so revive a single maybe, revive I mean, would be a better.
2: Seconds comes back, I mean, depending yeah. on how powerful their other moves were, running forward to a dead guy is scary enough in the game. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I think it, it could work. There's a lot of things. There's just the fact that we're this excited about what could be coming is yeah, a really good. It's definitely yeah. a
0: great thing. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure.
2: Absolutely.
1: I just hope they do it in a fashion that it's not going to make people lose interest because yes, we are still in beta. And yes, they did. They've announced all the characters that are going to be in at launch. I hope that they have some ace up their sleeve where it's like, Oh, by the way, look at this awesome, cool thing that you had no idea was coming and here it is. And like, by the way, the launch is in like two or three months. uh, We need more to care about at this point. There's already a lot there, but they need to kind of, Drag the carrot along a little further, I think, to keep people interested for these next seven straight months until launch. And we don't even have a release date. It's spring 2016, right? There, there was a date. It's so like it six months. Be yeah, that. but yeah, there's yeah. always a date that gets leaked out to, like,
0: games. No, no, no. no there's a date. It was before June 22nd. 22nd. Yeah, June 22nd. It's six months. Dude. It's like It'll June be sometime 22nd. before June 22nd. Yeah, sometime before, before that. Well, June, June 21st. Anyways, then. On, it, it still is stands. June <laughs> yeah. 21st. Hey, I,
1: I, I, trust, I only trust the release date when the developer tells me it's coming out on this date and this is when it's coming I out. I only yeah,
2: trust okay. the release date when GameSpot accidentally leaks it. <laughs>
1: all right, it guys. GameSpot, <laughs> not GameSpot. You're that, that's, a, that's a different
0: we? All right, why don't we wrap up this episode, this first episode we've had, which was really, really great. Awesome having Fishsticks here talk about overwatch and hopefully you guys you know gotten a chance to enjoy it but let's do our shout outs and uh you know just kind of wrap things up fish sticks shout outs
3: uh thanks everyone who tuned into the cup last weekend this saturday if you want to check out the vod you can do that twitch.tv slash fish sticks or my youtube channel uh oh my god it's fish sticks uh i don't ever use it but i uploaded my first ever <laughs> video um Yeah, beyond that, there's going to be a lot more competitive stuff coming. Uh, I plan on being as involved as I possibly can be. I I held the second ever tournament and casted the first one. So if you're interested in competitive Overwatch and you enjoyed conversations today, please do give me a follow and check it out. Uh, We'll be casting again this weekend, supposedly. Uh, One of my friends from Dirty Bomb wanted to admin and host a tournament. So I'm going to support them with that next weekend and the information i don't have the information handy unfortunately it's going to be saturday um but if you follow me on twitter you'll find out but, <laughs> follow uh, I, on twitter thanks a lot, chris yeah. for inviting me uh I, I had a lot of fun this was good this was good well, chat. i hope
0: you had a lot of fun yeah <laughs> it
3: was awesome we, yeah it's good stuff so thanks a lot good stuff
0: yeah well,
1: thanks for coming on like you, yeah. you obviously a guy with a lot of uh a lot of no no wherewithal passion it? Or, Passion. Or wherewithal? All- passion. Passion. are you you are a dude of interest, so we want to have you on. Yeah, that's
0: great. Yeah, absolutely. I'll do my
1: shout-out. Yep. Uh, shout-out to everybody that got into the uh, Weekend beta. Oh, I hope no. you enjoyed it. So, I hope you so had... you're not
0: shouting out all the other guys that didn't get it?
1: Well, I mean, uh, d- look. No one let's, let's cares about this... those people. It'll happen. It's going it's to happen. didn't even play the oh, game. God. I'm
0: going gonna, I'm gonna to address the audience. Okay. All, right, all right. My bad. I shouldn't interrupt you. All right. Continue. Continue.
1: So... The beta that happened this last weekend, if you got a chance to play, shout out to you. Shout out for checking it out. And shout out to those also that didn't get in before. Yeah, like I didn't get a chance to finish. Uh, and those of those, no, really, though, no, those of you that like haven't had a chance to play that are this passionate still about the game and care this much, you have a lot to look forward to. So seriously, like, it's crazy to see that there are people that are still so amped up and ready to play this game. And and all they've been able to do is watch footage in it. You, shout out to those people that are still this dedicated. You guys are awesome. And you're the reason why the community will continue to grow. Like yeah, you absolutely. are the community. So mm-hmm. Sir?
2: Yeah. I, I, I say shout out to, to those people, but particularly the people watching right now. Yep. It's a small community with a, even fewer people that have actually gotten to play the game. So if you just I just appreciate anyone who showed up. I'm doing this show here because I I love the game. So I'm glad there are other people that I can actually share this with right now that are excited for everything that's happening and that actually are interested in mm-hmm. what's going on with Overwatch. Absolutely. So shout, shout out to you viewers. You know, yeah.
0: yeah, and I'll round things up. Yep, yeah, same thing. Shout out to all of you viewers are watching. And I just kind of continuing on Stir's note that you know, starting communities, which you know I've been a part of, at least say with the Hearthstone community, really starting right from the beta is is a wonderful time actually it, it's great when you when you have people very very passionate about a game and we're you know all trying to build up a community um, it, it's it's something that you know people don't always get to see because you only see it in the beginning and so seeing guys like Ben you know fish Sticks here doing you know his his events and guys like Joshi and you know even ESL and those guys you know really just trying to create this community and and, and facilitate it and help it grow is awesome and that's kind of what you know we're trying to do here with the show too is from a content standpoint you know trying to give you guys uh just a cool hour and a half two hours each and every week where you can come and chill out with us and uh, enjoy some discussion but big thanks to the three of you guys fish sticks german stir for doing the the show with me and uh you know hopefully stir and german will, will be able to do this each and every week for you guys the vods for the show will be on youtube.com slash chairman the vods for all my shows are there so if you're ever interested in the other ones you'll, you'll find them there and audios will be available they're not they're not quite ready like my other shows to, so they won't be there tomorrow but they will be there uh in, in a day a couple days once uh, apple says okay and Stitcher says okay but it'll be on itunes it'll be on uh, there'll be a feed burner and you can find it on stitcher too if, if you have that app and then uh lastly uh just i guess follow the channel if you if you enjoy the show just follow the channel and then you'll just get notified each and every uh, Monday you know whenever we do this this time might move save around time. a bit Oh, really? <laughs> I don't no, 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 know m- maybe time. May- not, we haven't discussed me. exactly like this being the set time each and every week but um, I think Monday is a pretty good day for us so it'll definitely be somewhere there that follow us all on Twitter of course and we'll iron it out yeah well definitely iron out What's our two- so at ChainmanV at God N-I-I-C-H-T-S or whatever or Nietzsche whatever it is whatever it is at germa j germa what nine, five. nine what German nine eight five. 995 yeah germa 985 nine 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 eight five. oh 985 <laughs> 985 i have numbers okay. i'm sorry i have numbers i should, my, I should just I put our twitter eight. on here next time but then yeah, nobody yeah. would know who stir was I don't, write it. That, don't, that you go, don't
1: follow name. me let me address the audience don't. don't follow me because i don't i write dumb shit i write like once I, I, I don't think. know where i'm going don't this is like the anti-shoutout this is
0: a total anti-shoutout man but anyways, an <laughs> that's going to be it for the, Oh, you
3: didn't call it by Twitter. Well, oh, did I, no, but thanks you already did
0: at fish sticks. I thought you already did your Twitter. I, no, I know. Yeah, it's it's I'm at fish fishsticks too. All right. That's going to wrap up episode one pilot episode of the overview. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And for fish sticks, Jeremiah, stir and Chan Man V. We'll see you next time. Later. Take it easy
3: again.